Again, I want to encourage you every single week. First off, glad that you're here, but also encourage you to think about uh, who you can invite every week. We'd like to see our men's lunch continue to grow. And I'm sure there's somebody you know or you're working with or a neighbor or friend that you can say, hey, meet me for the men's lunch. And, and they'd be glad to come with you. So I want to encourage them that. This month at Calvary, uh, we are calling it Family Month. And our focus for November is going to be on God's plan for the family. And the entire month at, at Calvary, we're going to look at what God intends for our families as followers of Jesus Christ. Now, let me just say this to you today, and I can't really stress it enough, and I can't say how big of enough deal this is, uh, but let me just tell you, I am very convinced today, and you be very sure, we need a revival today in our nation. Uh, you look around and you see the corruption and you see the garbage and the, the materialism and the self-promotion and the greed and really the pure evil that exists in our culture today. We need a revival in our nation. We need a movement of God in our nation today. I believe that will happen when we see a revival in our churches. And I'll just tell you the same thing. We need a movement of God in our churches. Boy, do we. In this day, we need to see the power of the living God uh, exhibited through our churches. We need God to move in our churches. And as the pastor, uh, I've been praying for that. And I desire that God would move in our churches. But let me tell you what I've decided. And I've decided this. I believe we will see a revival in our churches when we see a revival in our homes. That's what I believe. I believe, you know what, we need a revival in our nation and it's gonna happen when we see God move in our churches but I believe we need to see first a revival in our homes. We need a movement of God in our homes today and I'll just tell you, my opinion is this. We do not have today people committed to the church we do not have today disciples who are willing to take up their cross and to take up his cause. We do not have people today that are trained and solid in the word of God because we have not produced them in our homes. Uh, we need a movement of God in our homes today. And then let me just take it one step further. I believe it is no coincidence that the first event of this month, family month, is the men's lunch. Because I truly believe if we're gonna see a movement of God in our nation, it's gonna come out of God moving in our churches. And if we see God moving in our churches, it's gonna be because it starts in the home. But let me tell you today, I believe we're gonna see it start in our home when we see men moved of God leading in those homes. We need a revival in, in men today. We need a revival in the hearts of men today. And I'll just tell you, I'm praying for this month and I'm praying for this focus, but I'm praying that it starts right here in this hour, in this uh, time that we have together today. This week and the next two weeks, today and then November 10th and November 17th, we are going to carefully look at the biblical truth that men, we are to be and we're called to be, in fact, we're appointed to be the spiritual leader of our homes. And that's what we're gonna look at today, the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are to be the spiritual leaders in our homes. That is God's plan for us as Christian men. And let me tell you the problem with that today um, in 2016. Today in 2016, uh, we have a whole lot of guys who want to be the man of the house. And you see that all the time. I'm the man of my house and this is my home and I won't be dis disrespected in my home. We have a whole lot of guys that want to be the man of the house. But today in 2016, very sadly, they have failed 
to be the spiritual leader in their house. And that's what our age looks like today. And I think you look at our kids today and you look at our marriages today, you look at our churches today, look at our nation today. Uh, Men today have failed to be the spiritual leaders in their homes. So today we're gonna look at, again, this week and the next two weeks, what does it look like then uh, to be the spiritual leader in your home? Colossians chapter three, verse 18 says this. Wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. In the same way you would to the Lord. Wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Uh, There are several places in scriptures, another one in the book of Ephesians, but here God gives you the headship of your home. Again, God is telling us here, as the Christian man, he gives you the headship of your home. So again, for this week and the next two weeks, we're gonna answer the question, what does it look like then to be the spiritual head of your home? To be the spiritual leader of your home. And I'm praying this takes hold. I'm praying this convicts us. I'm praying that this inspires us. Uh, You know what? God has appointed you as the spiritual head of your home and this is what it looks like to be the spiritual leader of your home. We're gonna look at three things. The first thing that that it looks like to lead in your home is to love like Christ, to love like Christ. The second thing is to live like Christ. And the third thing is to lead to Christ. Those three things, that's what it looks like to be the spiritual leader of your home, to love like Christ, to live like Christ, and to lead like Christ. We're gonna look at each one of those for a week. And so we're gonna start today with loving like Christ. What does it look like to be the spiritual head of your home? You're to love like Christ. The next verse in Colossians, Colossians chapter three, verse 19, says this. Husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Uh, Ephesians chapter five. Let me read you a whole bunch of verses in Ephesians chapter five. Verses 22 through 24 says this. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ also is the head of the church, and he himself being the Savior, Jesus, of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be subject to their husbands in everything. Again, in those verses, verses 23 through 24, we see the headship position is given to the husband, to the man in the home. The leadership position has been appointed to the man in the home. Look at verse 25. Here's what he says immediately following that. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Verse 28 again, speaking to us. So husbands are also to love their own wives as their own bodies, He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I'm speaking with reference, the example to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, each individual among you also is to love his own wife even as himself, 
And the wife must see to it that she respects also her husband. In those verses, we see today that we are to love as Christ loved, as he loves the church. To be the spiritual leader of your home, to be the spiritual head of your home, you're to love like Christ. Now be sure and understand that. That's not just a word. That's not just an emotion. Yes, I love my wife. And yes, I love my home. It's not some grand ideal that we're supposed to have. Love your home. Love your wife. It's more than a word. It is love expressed. It is love that is lived out. And that's why we see it tied to the example of Jesus Christ. It's not just a theory. You know what? I'm going to love my home and love my family. It is expressed. It is lived out. And it's tied to the example of Jesus Christ. So in that example, let me show you three ways that it is expressed for us, through us. This is what it looks like very practically to love as Christ loved. First thing is this, to love like Christ, and this is again talking to us as the spiritual head of our house, to love like Christ, number one is this, you provide for your home. To love like Christ, you provide for your home. The biblical truth is you are the provider for your home. That's how you show love for your wife. That's how you show love for your home. The provision of your home and the safety of your home and the stability of your home, and I'm talking about physical stability and also emotional stability, that rests with you. Notice there in verse 29 it says, what a man does for his own body, he nourishes it. He cherishes it. That's what you do for your home. Be sure and hear me today. Listen to this. No other man, no church, no charity of another person, no government is to provide for your home. You're the provider for your home. That's how you show love for your home. That's the first thing. Second thing, first you provide for your home. Second, to love like Christ You serve your home. To love like Christ, you serve your home. It doesn't serve you, you serve it. What does your wife need? You serve your home. What do your kids need? You serve your home. Um, How does your wife and how does your kids and how even the neighbors that are watching you, how do they know that you love your wife? How do they know that you love your home? They see you practically serving your home. Now you hear that and at first thought you might say, well, hold on a minute here. Uh, I thought I was the head of the home. I thought I was the leader of the home. What does it mean now? I'm serving the home. That doesn't doesn't sound like the leader. Well, Well, understand today, Jesus has a different idea. Jesus has a different concept of what it looks like to be a leader. Jesus in Matthew chapter 20, listen to these verses. Jesus in Matthew 20 verse 26 says this. Listen very carefully. But whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Verse 27. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. And then verse 28 is the example of Christ. Just as the Son of Man, Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve. That is Jesus and how he defines leadership. He defines true leadership by serving. You love like Christ by serving like Christ. We are the leaders of our homes when we are serving our homes. That's the second thing. 
Third thing is this. You love like Christ when you sacrifice like Christ. You love like Christ when we sacrifice like Christ. I'm gonna go back to Ephesians verse, uh, chapter five, verse 25. It says this. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. The verses ahead of that, again, he gives the man the authority to be the leader in his home. And then he says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. That verse again says, Jesus gave himself up for the church. We are called to love our wives and to love our homes in the same way. What it is saying here is this, and it's very simple for us to understand. You know what, as a Christian man, she comes before me. As a Christian man, my kids, my home, they come before me. And my devotion to Jesus Christ causes me to be devoted to her. My devotion to Jesus Christ causes me to be devoted to them. And his sacrifice for me is my example of how I will sacrifice for them. To love like Christ means we sacrifice for our homes. Let me just tell you something. My family is not perfect. I believe I have an awesome family, have an awesome wife, awesome kids. Um, if, I were, if I were to make a list of the things I would want in a family, I wouldn't have been as bold to ask for the things that God gave me in my family. I praise God for my wife and for my kids. But we're not perfect. My family's not perfect. Uh, my wife, her husband is not perfect. In fact, he's far from it. My kids, their daddy is not perfect. In fact, he's a long way from it. But let me just tell you something today. As messed up as I can be and as dumb as some of the stuff that I can pull, I want you to be clear today and understand my prayer and my desire is that they would know that my husband and my dad are sold out and committed to Jesus Christ. My husband and my dad, he is sold out and he's committed to our home. And whatever comes down the line and whatever happens to our nation, whatever happens to my family, whatever anybody may say, they could take it to the bank. My dad is sold out to Jesus Christ and he's sold out to our home. God has appointed us as the spiritual leaders of our home. To be a leader in our home, to be the head of our home, the spiritual head, we love like Jesus Christ. We can come to lunch and we can leave. We can come and say, man, those were some good words. I'll, I'll think about it. Or my prayer is this, that it would impact us right now. That we as men that, that are desiring to follow Jesus Christ say, you know what, today I draw a line. And today, you know what, I understand God has given me the position of head in my home, the spiritual leader in my home. And in his power, I'm gonna to endeavor to do that. Maybe today we need to come and ask God to forgive us where we've shirked that responsibility, where we've neglected that responsibility, where we've failed. Forgive us, he will. But more than that, God empower me to be the Christian head, the leader of my home. This week, we ought to quit talking about Donald Trump and our nation. We ought to quit talking about our churches and this and this and this. We ought to quit saying, what if these things will happen? We ought to focus upon us as followers of Jesus Christ, as men appointed the heads of our home. Let it start with us. Let it start with me. Let it start with you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I'm going to ask if you'll stand, please.
Heavenly Father, we come today and I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful that you love us and you love me, that you're, you're so forgiving and your, your mercy is so great that, that, that you would forgive me and you'd forgive us of our sin, that you would, you would provide a way that we could have a right relationship with you. I thank you for that, that you didn't cast us away, you didn't put us in a trash heap, but that you love us and that through Christ we can be forgiven. I also come today and I understand as a person who's put their faith in Christ that it doesn't end with our salvation, but really it starts there. And I pray for us today as Christian men that we would understand upon the authority of God's own word, you have appointed us the Christian spiritual leaders in our homes. Forgive us where we've neglected that. Forgive us where we haven't taught that. Forgive us where we've moved away from that and we've left it to somebody else. We've left it to a church. We've left it to our wives. Forgive us for that, but more than that, help us to repent, help us to return, help us to stand as, as, as spirit-filled men and say, I will be the spiritual leader in my home. Empower that. Today, help us to love like Christ. Help us to sacrifice for our home. Help us to serve our home. Help us to provide for our homes that they would know their love and they would know your love through us. Empower that. I pray today for a movement in the hearts of men. These men in this room, let it start here. Our movement of God in the hearts of men. Teach us, train us, and empower us. But let it all be for your glory. I pray all this in the powerful name of Jesus. In my King's name I pray, in Jesus' name, amen.